Welcome, everyone. This is the I'm Speaking podcast hosted by Mercy Hernandez and Priya Namard. We're speaking because you've been asking. Join us for a new season as we open up, speak up, and uplift voices everywhere. And of course, all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not represent any outside entities. We have a lot to say, so let's get started. Welcome, everyone. This is episode three of Books, Women, Love, and Why, season seven of the I'm Speaking podcast with Mercy and Priya. We have a special guest today. Her name is Raquel Hernandez. Welcome, Raquel. Yay. Welcome, Raquel. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> so happy to have you. So why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest, Mercy. Okay, so a little bias here. <laughs> I love Raquel. Raquel happens to be my baby girl, my firstborn, my absolute everything. She's super awesome and has been an insane reader since age one. Um, Raquel loves to read. What else can I say? She will devour books and books and books. And when we had thought about a book club, I thought, oh my God, who better to lead this than somebody that truly loves to read? And if I go back, I can tell you that we were even in a newspaper article when Raquel was in elementary school because we had um, a program called Lunch Bunch, where during lunchtime we would read to the children. And Raquel absolutely loved that that period of time where we did our, our lunch bunch. So I think this comes from from a long time ago. It's in her roots. It's in her DNA. And now um, as a teacher, she's a teacher. She loves to share that passion with her children. And so Raquel, we're so excited you're here. We get to see, we used to see you once a week with book club. Now we see you once a month, but we will take it. Um, So tell us about you. Um, I definitely am an avid reader. I I would say I love to read. Um, and that did start at a very young age. I do remember um, absolutely devouring, like you said, the entire Junie B. Jones series as like a seven-year-old. Um, those, those were my bread and butter. Um, Is that and your then, first you know, memory like, of reading? What are your absolutely. first memories of reading? Those, reading those on my own. But it's funny enough, just because you'll remember these memories with me um a really big core memory for me would be sitting in the living room and alternating chapters reading the magic school not the magic school house the 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 school 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 bus bus. wasn't the magic school bus oh my god tree house the magic house yes the magic tree house series and me and my mom would sit on the couch and she's like i'll read one chapter you read the next chapter i'll read one chapter and we'd just sit there and read the book but that way we were both like kind of invested in the book. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, looking back at them now as a teacher, I'm like, oh, this was like an easy read, but it kept me entertained that she was reading them with me. Well, we both had um, ADHD also. So. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, we both were stay on track. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so that those series I remember reading with you and that's like a first core memory and then Junie B. Jones on my own. Um, And once I got a little bit older, I remember reading a lot of, you know, the Twilight series in middle school. Yes. (laughs) 
super, super into those in middle school. Um, Pretty Little Liars was a big series when I was in middle school before the show. Gossip Girl was a big series before the show that I was very into. I was always, always, always into series of books because I knew if I just had one throwaway book, I wasn't in, I wasn't as invested in it. But if I knew that it had like six to 10 books in it, I'm like, yes, let's go. I've got the whole few, the next few months planned ahead of me. I have to interrupt you and tell you that you totally ruined a book experience for me and a series and everything that came with it (laughs) because we were driving to Tennessee on a family trip. Um, Oh my God, you were a kid. I want to say maybe you were 12, maybe 13 and the book Fifty Shades of Grey had just come out. Wait, 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 wait. She was yes. read this book I at 13. I was not 13. You're so dramatic. I was <laughs> okay, in college. I was in college. No, okay, you were not. You were not. Google when okay. Fifty hold Shades on. of Grey. Yeah. Google I when the 17. book came out. I was 17. You were not. I was 17 you know and I had already graduated high school. I believe Raquel. I, I believe Thank Raquel. You. I know exactly when I read it. I know I exactly when I read it. Okay. I guess you have a better memory. I don't see 13 year old Raquel interested in that type of book. I wasn't. I was reading at that time. I was reading Gossip Girl. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I got the book and I was so excited about this whole experience of reading the book. We got in the van with, you know, everybody in the car. We were going on a road trip. And Raquel tells me, ooh, you got that book. Let me see it. So I'm like, sure. So I handed her the book. I hadn't read the book, so knew nothing about the book. And we got to our destination, and she gave me the book back. She goes, well, now it's going to be a little awkward if you read it. I'm like, why? She goes, I don't know. I go, why? Did you read it? Like, did you start reading it? She goes, no, I finished it. I'm like, what? Wait, wait, how many hours did it take you to finish it? Five. Four, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, well, this will last me the week, two weeks. Maybe I read it all month. Like, I, I, to me, that. Like, I finished that series in one weekend. Yeah. Wow. Well, so, you know, no, I books, never read it. Some books are like, you never read it? Never read it. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, you know what? Besides, besides the sex, the, the storyline is pretty good. You should go back and read it. I don't know. Raquel kind of killed it too. She's like, I didn't like the writing. I did. And then she had all these issues about the whole book itself. I'm like, forget it. It's over. <laughs> and they, my expectations were shot. I got to watch the movie and I was good with that. Well, the movie sucked. I definitely know I had issues. I had issues with the book and the movie, but the book was, the book was, um, you could just definitely tell it wasn't like a big um, published piece of fiction. It was, um, you know, very much your, your public's bought erotica. (laughs) And it was like, all right, this was fun. Like it was a quick read for me. And I was like, well, that was a first time experience with that mom. Here you go. (laughs) Let's enjoy enjoy Epcot together now. Here you go. That's so funny. Exactly. Yeah. So there went that. Oh, well, you know, I think it's pretty amazing that you have um, such strong reading um, interests and you are like Mercy said, you're perfect to run the Queen Bees Book Club. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, so so what is the Queen Bees Book Club, first of all? What is it? So actually, it turns out like during right at the beginning of the pandemic, I think it would have been 
you know, I don't want to say March. It had to be like right around April. Um, we were just absolutely, I want to say gutted, but we were just upset. And we had had such a high point with March with the Queen Bees and the engagement was just nonstop. And we were having event after event and it was going so well. Yeah. And then just the whole world shut down. And I remember being in a board meeting at for some reason, I'm not on the board, but I remember being around <laughs> and, and, you know, this was at the time where mom still lived in, in Miami. So who knows? We were probably quarantined and I was just in the house walking by or something. And, and you guys were trying to brainstorm ideas to bring everybody together virtually again. And I remember her mentioning to Juana, she's like, you know, book club is a good idea. And I kind of just like, I think I just kind of stalled in the hallway for a second. I said, she's going to ask me to do this. She had this idea and she was talking to Juana and I go, she's going to ask me to do this. And I just kept walking. I went, I'll, I'll give it time. <laughs> I'll give it time. And sure enough, the next day she goes, you know, I was talking to Juana and we were thinking, wouldn't a book club be a great idea? And I was like, yeah, it would be a phenomenal idea. And I was just waiting for her to be like, do you want to have it? <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, like within that same conversation, she's like, do you think you would be interested in heading in? I said, absolutely, for sure. Oh my gosh, that thought never crossed my mind. Um, and like right then and there, we were uh, shooting ideas back and forth now with Juana and with someone else, I'm not sure, but I know it was four of us and we were talking about book club and I was just getting um, some book ideas. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to recommend a book that I'm not sure of as the first book. I'm going to find a book that I know was a phenomenal book for me, um, in my opinion. So I said, Hey, we'll do this, but I'm not going to read with you guys. I'm going to try and say like a silent person in the background, but please let's do this. Let's do a trial month. I want everybody to read the woman in the window. And that book club meeting had to be, I think like, or not that one meeting that that month had to be just the strongest month because everybody was so excited to come back into something um, where we could see each other once a week during COVID. Yeah. You know, everybody was excited. We were reading, we were talking about this book. The group chat was on fire. Um, we had Leslie who just could not, um, she had just figured it all out and we couldn't contain her. She was like, but, 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 but and we were like, I'm like, Leslie, I know, stop. I know I read it already. I know it's really good. You figured it out, but shh, the rest of them hasn't. Um, and you know, right after we finished that, we found out that it was going to be a movie and that just really kept the ball rolling each and every month that we kept coming back. It was a new book and everybody was just constantly excited to see each other once a week, you know? And I think as kind of time passed and, and, COVID didn't go away, but, you know, definitely people started to get back to work and people started to get back to some kind of normalcy. We realized maintaining a Zoom once a week wasn't really in our favor anymore. Um, so we switched to once a month and still with that, you know, it's exciting to see everybody once a month and discuss the books that we're reading every month. And now <laughs> also with once a month, I think everybody can go at their own pace because I am a 
read it all in one shot kind of person. And I know not everybody's like me, but yeah, that's the book club. So what, what books, like, how do you choose the books? How do you get inspired and choose the books? Um, sometimes I'm very selfish and I know there's a book coming out and I'm like, I need to read this book. And <laughs> if this book club doesn't read this book with me, then I'm just going to be upset. So, you know, there's been, there's been a couple of those, <laughs> but for the most part, a lot of them are based off of not only what's trending, but what's trending versus what I noticed that a lot of our queen bees love. So if I noticed that our queen bees love thrillers, I'm not going to go to the top 10 romance section of Amazon. You know, I'm going to find something that's a little bit of both. Maybe I can find a romantic thriller. I don't know, but I try and keep focus on what they love, but then also try and introduce newer genres for people who maybe don't love those genres. Priya, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know the one, the one big sci-fi book we chose, Dune, was a flop. Everybody was like, <laughs> nobody read it. <laughs> no one said Dune was a bad book. I just don't think our I, queens were interested in reading. I know. I was so stoked. I was so excited to read it. Cause I'm a big sci-fi head and, um, and it's so funny cause the books you guys all love and you're so like into, I'm just like, uh, eh. mm-hmm. but I do have to say the genre of the group is mystery thriller, thriller yeah. romance. That's the genre. You guys love it. Yeah. But when the books that are really good, you guys are all excited about, I'm usually just like, eh, it was okay. <laughs> oh, funny. I know. I think each one of us have, and and of course, many of our queen bees, as we read a book, there's just this one book you just can't get through, which obviously we just spoke Dune was one for me. You devoured it, but I just couldn't get through it. I couldn't keep up with all the different characters and world and species. And there was just so much going on and nothing had captured my attention enough to want to learn all those things. So I was struggling with with it. But I know at the same time that I struggled with that when we had uh, the book Anxious People. Yes. <laughs> which is now one of my all time favorite books we ever read. Um, I struggled with it. I was so confused. And the beginning of the book was smooth. Like, oh, I just couldn't put it down. And then I kind of got so lost that I stopped. And I remember asking Raquel, this is when we were doing it weekly. And she came in and everybody had stopped reading it. I mean, we had like maybe five ladies that dropped out. This yeah. is not, you know what? I was not for me. I was and you were them. one of them. But yeah, the you book, said I just can't. The book was so true to its title. It seriously made me anxious. And I'm like, why the frick am I reading this? <laughs> I'm doing yeah. And at a time like COVID, you know? it was a it was an issue. Yeah. So we had ladies that actually just couldn't go through it. And I had stopped reading it. I had loved the beginning. I was, I want to say maybe like in the second section of the book. And when we had that meeting and Raquel spoke about where we were at and said, well, that's because this character is doing this and this one's doing that. And this one is connected this way. And she went on and on to explain where we were at that point. I was like, mind blown. I'm like, what? So I got I back into it. Everybody saw me with like the journal. <laughs> Because I really, that, it was a big book, but I definitely had to keep track. Yeah. So I came in with my notes and you guys were all like, what are you doing? Yes, had little <laughs> that was brilliant. That was yeah. brilliant, Raquel. So then from there, I finished it. And I'm so, so eternally grateful 
Raquel, that you actually took the time to, to really break it down because it was worth the read by all means. Um, I want to say that, that one book and maybe um, as a crowd dancing is another book that was like all time favorite books that were just, you know, those books that you never forget. Like when I read the help mm -hmm. years ago, it's just those books that stay with you um, to this point, what's been your favorite book Raquel? Hands down, anxious people. Oh, really? Hands down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And did you get to watch the movie or the like the limited series the that series? they did? Yeah, the series. The, I didn't like it. I didn't like oh, the really? series. Um, I think I think there's a very 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 pivotal character in the in the book um, mm -hmm. that they don't include in the in the series. That I'm gonna try not to give any spoilers to anybody who still wants to read. Um, I was going to say what the character was, but okay, I guess we won't. <laughs> um, I mean, if you guys want to spoil it, that's fine. No, <laughs> but no, no, no. There's, a, there's a main character. There's a huge main character that really um, ties everything together. Mm -hmm. That doesn't exist in the series. Um, that gives a lot of context to a couple of the characters in the end. That was just, it was so, so, so well written. Um, because it was, and that's probably why I loved it. The whole book was a puzzle. Mm -hmm. The whole book was a puzzle because it was just constantly flipping from person to person and in different experiences of the same. The same right, scene. Different, yeah. Different points of views of the same scene. The mm -hmm. whole series or the whole book, I'm sorry, took place in like two days. Mm -hmm. And it's like. The point of view of of 10 people of the same day yeah um so you really had to be taking notes and really kind of piecing it together as you went along because it wasn't just going to make any sense if you didn't if you just kind of read it for what it was it got very confusing very fast i but have to tell I you I, that, yeah uh, i i was in love with every character like guys yes i just fell in love with every character and every struggle each one was facing was so crystal clear by the end. And I love the way that it, it's wrapped up at the end where anxiety continues, obviously, right? It's life. But it was just, it had such beautiful closure within allowing you to continue thinking of how they would continue to cope with life. Um, yes. But yeah, I thought that was a beautiful book. Priya, what's been your favorite book? Huh? My favorite book from book club? You know what, Priya, though? I will say... Priya, I will say you had a very, very strong recommendation with the Midnight Library. I love <gasps> the Midnight Library. That was, oh, that you know, was it's awesome. so funny because, you know, I wanted to, I, so I rec recommended it because it was sci-fi. I love sci-fi. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. it's softer. I felt like it was softer. Like everybody would enjoy it because it's softer. But mm -hmm. I didn't feel like the, the group really had strong reactions from it. I kind of felt like it was just like, oh, this is sweet. And that was it. <laughs> oh, I thought it was deep. That was a deep book. It was that sweet. Book. It was beautiful. It was deep. Um, I, I think we just it. had less people. So our our core book club was at its strongest during COVID. But as things started going back to some kind of normal and everybody started kind of working and taking care of kids again and the, the, the routine of life came back after COVID to many of our queens and I've had these you know, one-on-one -on -one conversations with them, it became stressful to keep up with having to have that book 
read by the end of the month. So mm-hmm. they felt it was more stress than it was enjoyable. So they're following the books that we're reading, but at their pace. And it's taking them two months or maybe three months to read a book that we're devouring within a month. Yeah. Um, and of course, depending on the book, sometimes two weeks in, everybody in the chat has read the book and we're like ready to meet um, because we're so, you know, we're just so into the books. And then sometimes we have our, our meeting coming up at the end of the month and half of us haven't finished reading it because we're just going to get into it. Yeah. Um, and that happens. It happens. Yeah. Or and or like uh, we're reading other books at the same time. So I know. Yes. Yeah. So I'm an audible junkie. And I think last year alone, I read like 45 audible, listened to 45 audible books. It was crazy. Wow. Um, so in addition to the books that we're reading, I also have my own little sci-fi books that I listen to on the side. And sometimes they take my attention away from the book club books because the, the story is just stronger for me in those other books. So I think that some of the ladies are like, doing multiple books at the same time and it's just hard to finish you know because we all just love reading so much yeah yeah absolutely yeah. I have three books I'm reading right now and and I'm like staring at them I haven't finished our book club book that should have been discussed last Tuesday oh and I can't start I can't wait to start May's so you know, it's so funny because I haven't finished either. In the chat, you're like, hey, Priya, let's meet. And I'm like, oh, fuck, now I'm going to have to. Oh, sorry. Just cursed out. <laughs> I was like, oh, now I'm going to have to finish it before Tuesday. I'm like, shoot. I don't plan to. I don't think that I'm going to finish it. I just can't get into it. And I'll listen to it. And I just, my mind goes somewhere else. I'll try to read it. And then I just start thinking about something else. I just, it's not catching me. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to go to the meeting on Tuesday and see what the book was all about. And if it was all that, from what I hear from everybody, then I'll just go back and finish it. If not, I'm going to call it a day with that book. Yeah. I'm right there with you. But yeah, I am. I'm excited about the next two books that we have. Cause I was reading them. Yeah. 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 What's our next book, Raquel? Um, you know, you, you caught me because I was actually looking at the books that we've already read right now. And I've got to say, you know, just just because we're talking about them, another one that was that really caught my attention, and I actually still think back to. Um, I know we mentioned where the crowdads sing, and and uh, that's really going to be top five of mine for all time. But the sanatorium was another one that so many people oh, talked about. Oh yeah, that was good. That was such a good book. And that I was, was just, a I was good just, thriller. And I had to mention it real quick. Yeah, because that one had me like. I was so upset with you guys at that point because I was like, I can't do this once a week thing. I want to finish this so bad, <laughs> but I'd have, I'd have to sit there and be like, I have to stop at this page. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. Yo, that book was that book was a really good book. It actually, reminded me of The Shining a little bit, which I yes, yeah, definitely reminded me. Oh my me. gosh, and and I'm gonna go back to to Priya. <laughs> Priya's question when she meant when she asked you, Raquel, how do we pick the books? And I know that when we go and bounce books back and forth through our chat to see what book we're actually going to go with, which I think has turned out to be the best when we kind of, you know, instead of just picking the book, we kind of talk about the choices out there. A lot of times we look at the books that Reese Witherspoon has picked with her uh, book club. 
Um, many times you look at the books that Oprah uh-huh. might have picked mm-hmm. or even the, um, what's that? A lot. The book of the month club. The Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and also we look at the books that are the New York times bestsellers. So mm-hmm. in, in picking all those books, now we look back, like I could tell you, cause I just went to our local bookstore and I walk in and all the number one bestsellers, I send you girls the picture yep. um, yeah. books we've read. So it's so cool to see all those books there that, you know, might be a year or two years old and are still trending as number one bestsellers. And those are books that we've chosen. So, yeah. you know, kudos to you, Rico, because, you know, at the end of the day, you're the one that says the final yay or nay on, on whether we read that book or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's super cool. Who was it that recommended Verity? Oh, it was Did one it, of the oh other women God. in the chat. Is um, it Wendy? Was it Joan or Wendy? I think it was think Joan. Wendy. Oh. Was it? No, Joan said she had read it. I think it was Wendy that said everybody kept talking about it. Verity was well, That's a book that made me anxious. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh, yeah. Why can't I remember that book? I remember all the twists and turns. I loved all the twists and turns. It was the lady. It was the lady who was like the ghost writer for his wife that was in a coma. Oh, that was good. Yeah. It was was forking in that book. (laughs) Yes. That was, that was Heather's words. Who's going to talk about forking? (laughs) (laughs) I remember that was a thing. Yes, that was in the beginning, remember? I think through our first, first book, um, we were talking. Heather was bothered. Heather was bothered. There was no forking in the second book. She's like, yes, because she said, how do... (laughs) It was one of the mystery movies where they were like stuck somewhere in the cabin. And Mm -hmm. the main character, who was, I think, an FBI agent, right? Um, With the bartender, with the the hot bartender (laughs) that remember Leslie was like it's gotta be him he's just too nice and too hot we're like what Leslie so they kept talking about how he would spend the night but they would just spoon and Heather's like in what world do you just spoon there's got to be forking (laughs) and we're like what and that was that's it it became a classic word for us the forking in our books but it's important, like to have like some juiciness in some of these books. It's important. I agree. Yeah. I, I do agree. No, it's great. <laughs> Just became the thing. Like as soon as you read it, as soon as you read it, your mind's not like ooh. Your mind's like. Oh my God, Heather's gonna know there's forking. Like you just instantly <laughs> yeah. just we'll like, shoot it to her. You connect- Heather, you're gonna love it. <laughs> yeah, you connect those moments that you read it with Heather. You're like, yes, Heather, you got this one. Yeah. Um, so just yeah. it, it became a funny little inside joke with the book club now our books but, that we have coming up we have the giver of stars that's the one that's for may for may mm-hmm. and then what's the one for Ju- june that we're doing Do you remember um because you had asked for, for may and i bought i looked at may i bought it it's actually if you look at our chat it ends with us it, it ends, ends with us it ends with us in june yeah. 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 And those are two of our queen bees that were going back and forth. They both wanted us to read those specific books. So at one point we said, well, let's check and see, you know, how people liked it and how they're doing. And we looked at them and they were the same. They both had like the same amount of, um, they both had like five stars and then they both had the same amount of people that loved them. So we said, all right, we'll just do both. Uh, but going back to, to the books we've read, which would you say had the best ending? 
Where the Crawdads Sing. You felt that had the best ending of a book? That, yeah, that for me had the, wow. You know, and I, I want to say it's between that one. There's, I mean, Anxious People, obviously. Okay, let's say Anxious People and Where the Crawdads Sing don't count anymore because we already know they're in my top yeah. three books. Okay, Rekha, okay. we're going to what that. How about the cabin one? Cabin 13, I think it was called. We, we were just you talking about that. So spoon. that you were so okay, no, no, no. The ending of that book. Come on. Tell me that, that the ending was not shocking. I don't remember hey, that book. Cut this oh. out. Cut this out, Priya. What was the ending of that book? <laughs> Do you remember the book, Priya? I don't no, remember I it. Like it. I, I remember it, but I don't remember it. I don't remember the story at all. It's the FBI agent that's kind of put on a timeout because of something she ew, did. Ew, ew, said, ew, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I Wait. hated that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Told you a shocking ending. <laughs> I forgot about it. I forgot about it. I purposefully forgot about it. That's the one where, Priya, I don't know that you read it. That was like literally our second or third book. I don't think you were in just yet. Oh. Um, he, was, he was killing people and like setting them up in display in his basement. He was a serial killer, the, oh. the handsome, hot bartender. And that was, oh, um, Leslie had said it from day one. She goes, ah, God, that's the bartender. We're like, there's no way. You had like all these people that could be in this small town. The bartender was like the nice guy. She's like, Mm-mm, he's giving rides to people. He's too nice. It's got to be him. So at the end of the movie, she's trapped in this house abandoned in the middle of the woods of nowhere. And she's running from him because she realizes it's him. And she runs into this room and locks the door and turns around the basement and turns on the light. And there's an entire display in the entire basement of different scene of people. Scene, sceneries yeah, of people he killed. And he created, okay, so he had like a Christmas That's one with the- a Christmas tree. Uh-huh. And there was like a, a female, a male, and a kid. So opening presents like, like a family opening presents, but there were actual victims that he stuffed, and uh, it was yes. What? What? It was kind of there was a whole scene of people sitting at the the dining room table eating dinner. <laughs> like he he created family memories of his. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, of events he didn't have. And he would see and he wanted to recreate them. So in his head, now he had a family eating dinner. Now he had a family during Christmas. So he would find these victims that would fit into his world and his head. It was creepy. But what an ending. You're reading this like, oh, you know, considering considering the type of books we've been reading for the last six months, that seems like a drastic choice. (laughs) <laughs> it was in the beginning was it was right the beginning, in the beginning yeah. i don't know why we the beginning was a lot of no the beginning because the beginning was everybody wanted murder mysteries for real like everybody was like yes 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 and i'm like you guys are dark i just want to go like read some nicholas sparks <laughs> in the corner i just want to read some forking came out of that book because that yeah. guy the bartender and the fbi agent the girl when he would spend the night, which he would stay with her because either she was scared or, or somebody had disappeared or whatever the case would be. And she was there all alone in cabin 13, which was part of like this hotel or motel, whatever, in the middle of the woods, he would go and stay with her. 
but they would just spoon through the night and then just wake up and they would he was described as this really hot guy and she was beautiful and you're like what the fork <laughs> like all they did was spoon oh. yeah exactly that was heather's biggest problem with the book she's like what <laughs> all right well well this was a really really fun conversation i know we can go on and on forever about book club but last question what do we see for the future of the queen bees book club um i you know it is my biggest hope to somehow find a way to make it in person again i just i loved the option of virtual because it really connected us with queen bees who were not um, in Miami. And we had, a, we had quite a few of those while we were um, kind of in lockdown with COVID. But I think the, the one and only in-person meeting we had was so much fun, although it felt like we were excluding so many members. Mm-hmm. So it was a very big, it was a very big um, toss up because we were like, oh my God, we're finally all here. We're enjoying some wine, some cheese, uh, we're watching the trailer for the movie that's going to come out and we're having a good time with it. And then you're like, dang, I wish Priya was here. Or dang, I wish, you know, um, I forgot there was somebody else that wasn't Heather. Heather. Heather, me and Heather. Heather. It was Heather. Heather. And Heather was on Zoom, but it just didn't feel the same. We were all having drinks and eating and everybody was like thrown on the couch, just totally relaxed yeah. and laughing and talking about the book and what if, and do you think, did you know that he was going to be him or her or whatever? And Heather was just like out, like, hey. But you know, <laughs> you, we should totally have in person. I mean, I know I'm in New York. And I'm really far away, so I'm not gonna. No, I'm in Tennessee. So <laughs> we should have, we should have in person. So we should go back. Oh, to maybe that. we have like, a, maybe we have like a a culminating, you know, book club every six months where we can all talk about all of the books that we've read, you know, in the last six months and. And that way it's easier for maybe, I know now mom that you're not even close by right. all the time. Right. Or, you know, maybe Heather is coming down every once in a while or Priya's planning to be in town and we can all say, Hey, you know what? Priya's coming to town. Let's, let's get everybody together. That'd be and, awesome. And, uh, or maybe we could do like me- one every quarter, I think would probably be better to keep right. everybody's interest. Yeah. Like one every three months. Yeah, that would be so cool. And so now talking about books, we were just talking about uh, where the crawdad sings and the movie's coming out in July. So I, I'd love to be able to coordinate a date in July once the movies come out, obviously, where on that same day, everybody kind of watches it in the movie theater and then yeah. we could meet up afterward. So I... I'm shooting to be in Miami around that time. Maybe we can gather the local queen bees in Miami to go on a movie date at the same time. But on that same night, um, Heather can go, you know, in Georgia and you can go in New York and um, anybody else that's anywhere else can actually go. And then we can kind of meet up maybe the following weekend just to talk about how we like the movie in comparison to the book, because we've definitely had those meetings before and it's been either yes we loved it or what the hell did they do they killed that book um yeah the one of those was the the woman in the window my goodness we waited forever because of covid remember we waited forever and ever for that book to come out as a movie and when we watched the movie it was horrible i mean 
absolutely terrible to the book. It was like, are you kidding me? That this mm-hmm. they made the movie feel psychedelic and that she was crazy. Mm-hmm. When in reality, in the book, the book was very real and she was mm-hmm. struggling with yeah, with mental health issues, with shock, with all these different things that were so real and so deep. And it was such a beautiful book. And they made it stupid. Like just like I don't know, like they took a away a lot of it. Yeah, they took away a lot of the meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That happens a lot of what made, Yeah, they took away a lot of what made um that book the, the strong driving force and what had happened to her and the trauma of what had happened to her. And they just kind of made it psychedelic. And it was it was a letdown yeah. for sure. It was a letdown. Yeah, and we waited so long for it too. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so we're moving forward with our new books. Raquel, I think we've we've completed two years. Um mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be two month, years this month, right? Wow, in a couple days. In a couple, a couple days, days, yeah. It'll be two years. It'll be yeah, 48 books later. No, 24 books later. Um yeah. wow, my math went to crap then. <laughs> yeah. 24 books later. Um, and a really fun journey. We've we've had so many different ladies come in through our book club. Um and shared so many different experiences because book club is, is more than just the book. It's I think the community, the conversation um, and having each other. Yeah. The inclusivity of having each other and listening to each other, because like we've mentioned, we, we don't all love the same genres, but it's kind of pushed us to read other things while, you know, our, our preferences aren't met every single month, but we're still learning and different reading different books and enjoying Mm. different aspects of different genres because we see how the other person reacts to it, you know? Yeah. So like you guys coming in and maybe seeing me just jumping for joy over anxious people, you're like, okay, I guess I'll give it a second chance. (laughs) Yeah. And there's also the socialization. Like we get together and we talk about the book for 20 minutes and the last 10 minutes is just like everybody catching up. Yeah. So yeah. And, and, a hundred percent. I agree with you, Raquel. I can tell you everything I read and I, I read all the time were self-help books, business books, um, who's done what book. And I always found it somewhat of a waste of time to read just a story. Yeah. And ever since the book club started, it has given me like a new door or a new window pathway to experience new experiences that I wasn't doing prior to the book club because mm-hmm. I was using that reading time for self-help as opposed to as an experience or an adventure to go to different places. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like you said, we're looking at, at different areas, like Priya had suggested the Midnight Library, not in a million years would I have ever picked yeah. that book at a bookstore and said, I'm going to read this. I would have never but I really love that book. So I think it's, it's been wonderful. And and I have personally enjoyed being part of a book club tremendously. I have newfound respect for book clubs. I never knew, you know, what a book club was. I just knew you read books. Um, But being part of one um, has really opened my eyes to so many different, again, experiences. And it feels like its own little knit community like just a group of girlfriends that that you just can't wait to see and that throughout 
the month you're having a conversation with like, Hey, how are you? How are you feeling? I heard you had COVID. Um, you know, have you been able to, to go out or whatever? It's just a beautiful thing. It's its own little world of of friendship and connections. So I would really recommend to, to our readers out there to become part of a book club if they enjoy books. Um, and if not, you know, some kind of another community of, of things that interest you, because it definitely makes a difference to have that, that group of, of girls there for you. Absolutely. And, you know, you hit on something just real quick. It's called escapism. So what we do every month is escape. And unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, it's a thing that we as a society have to find ways of escaping. So we do that through travel, through art, through books, through music. Um, And fortunately, we have these things to escape through. So our lives are more exciting and it's full of more things and you know, it, it stretches our imaginations a little bit. So we feel like, you know, we're enjoying ourselves while, we, while we're here on this planet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But it's absolutely. escapism. So what we do every month is we practice escapism. So there's stories. They're not necessarily self-help. You know, they have like little anecdotes in there and lessons, but um, really just they tra- transport us to a different place in time and into different characters and, you know. It's wonderful. And yeah, oh, I, I love it. I want to ask you, Raquel, before we let you go, when you when you kind of you were voluntold to, yes, <laughs> to run the book club and and um, you did it so gracefully and you've done so great. What have you taken away from it? Do you have any regrets or was it? what you expected was it more than you expected like what's your take back on it because i know this has been a, a strong commitment on a very busy schedule you've had um mm-hmm. and you've never stopped you know you've been so committed to it and and i just want your feedback you say on I it. Never stopped, but i definitely had to stop and it was heartbreaking i had to i had to take this month off and it was i felt a lot of fomo oh. <laughs> um but yeah normally i I want to say that maybe during COVID, um, during, during, I don't want to say during COVID, during lockdown, I had to practice a lot of patience with reading, which I'd never done before. You know, I was like just consuming a book and then gone, consume the book next, consume the book next. And I think my biggest takeaway with the, the book club was really kind of digging deep into each reading experience with each book. Um, I hadn't done that before. I'd just read it, enjoy it, move on to the next. And now we were kind of reading, discussing, pausing, predicting, continuing, and then Mm -hmm. kind of just having a conversation in the end where I never did that before. I didn't pause to read and reflect and try and predict anything. I just like I discussed earlier, read a book and four or five hours and then just be like, okay, next one, let's go. Um, so this, my takeaway for this it's was like mindless um, eating. You were mindless reading. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was enjoying it. Just like you would binge watch a show. I'd just enjoy it and, and move on to the next. So I think this, this gave me a different reading experience that I hadn't had before. And that I really loved, um, you know, aside from having the community and being able to discuss books with people, because 
nobody was ever going to always be reading the same books as me. It's just not going to happen. You know, I could find a friend who read this book and I'm like, oh my God, let's talk about this one book. But to have somebody consistent or people consistently reading the same books as you makes the reading experience a little bit more enjoyable too, because you're able to say, oh my God, I can't wait to tell Heather there's forking. You know, it's just, it's a fun experience to have, (laughs) Um, you know, a community reading the same book as you and knowing that as you're reading it. Yep. Excellent. Well, on that note, we want to thank you so much for being our guest today, Raquel. You are amazing. And and we, uh, you know, if anybody wants to join our book club, read along to all the books that we're, we're checking out even over the summer coming up. Um, definitely check out our, our Instagram uh, for the edge helps and for the queen bees, the edges, queen bees, or even check out mercy and I's uh, Instagram. I'm Priya underscore Namard and she is mercy edge. Awesome. Awesome. So check us out on Instagram, follow along, make sure you like share, follow, subscribe, all that great stuff. This is the I'm speaking podcast with mercy and Priya. Thank you everybody. And thanks Raquel. We really loved having you. We'll see everybody at our next one. Thanks for coming. Bye, guys.